Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Ramadaga. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here again. And it must be a big day. It must be the biggest day, because live and in living color, we have the whale man, Kyle Budzanowski, here live and in color. Kyle, what's going on, buddy? Oh, I'm great. You know, I had to come back, Rob, after watching <laughs> last night. As stressed as I was throughout the game, I'm happy to be here to talk about a Michigan domination. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what we're here to talk about. We could be talking about a lot of things today, guys. We could be talking talking about Survivor Series. We could be talking about Pistons or Wings or some Tigers news and all that other stuff, but we're putting that on the back burner today because in in my estimation, it is the biggest win in Jim Harbaugh's college football career. It is the biggest win since we have started the show for any Michigan football team, probably since we started the show. Um, It's big all the way around, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking the game. We're going to talk the Big Ten Championship. We're talking the Final Four. We're talking... uh, you know, championship games throughout the country, lots of stuff to go over. It's college football overload this week. And if you're not ready for it, I don't know what to tell you because that's what's coming. Um, But, you know, for me, best win of Jim Harbaugh's career as a Michigan head coach, it was the complete game. Um, Everything that you wanted to see out of a Michigan football team, the way they dominated literally from the opening snap. It just felt like everything went Michigan's way. The momentum, they were able to capture it and recapture it over time and time again. They had their way up front. All the keys to the game that we kind of thought was what they needed to do, I thought they executed. And I and I can't understate how well they played today. So, Mike, I'm going to let you go. Give me your observations. The biggest takeaways for you, I'm going to let Kyle go on a 40-minute rant. I'm going to apologize to several people in the Michigan staff. we got a lot of stuff to go over today, and that's just part one. So, yeah. Mike, what did you see? Just give me your overall observations. I would also like to make a point that we are all wearing Michigan gear right now. Yeah, because... You can't see that. <laughs> but it's intentional, let's be real. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, what did you see? Um, I saw a Michigan team that I believe is clearly a top four team in college football. Yes. And I think if you are – and we've seen the committee all through the year – even in a loss to Michigan State, even in like mm-hmm. they play close to Rutgers or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, yep. I think we've seen the committee go, I, we think Michigan's a good team. Yep. So we're going to keep them in seven, yep. six. Keep them in contention. We're going to keep you close. Yep. So if you win, you're going to prove it to us. If you lose, then we know what's up. Right. But all year they've been riding. Even when they lose to Michigan State, yep. they blow a 16-point lead and what have you. They only drop from 6 to 9. Right. Like They don't have this massive drop-off. Right. That's because we still think that you're a really good team. Yeah. But we need to still – like it's one of those things where it's like we think you're really good, but we just need the evidence to help support that. Right. And just I go mean, out there and win. Do yeah, what you're you, expected to do. If you go out there and win, we will reward you with it. Yep. And so at that point – I think that Michigan is a top four team in the country. I think when we talk about it, I find it very hard, even if a loss to Iowa comes next week, uh, that we don't want to talk about. Yeah, but well, we'll, we will have to talk about it. Yep. Um, I think if they do lose, I still think that there's credential comparing them to like the Alabamas, mm-hmm. the Ohio States, Notre mm-hmm. Dames of the world yeah. that you'll be competing with. I think that you are still the best of that group. Uh, maybe not at the Oklahoma State level or the Georgia level at that yeah, point. Right. But I think you are at that level where I think you're competing for at least a four seed in a loss. Yeah. But definitely as high as a one or two seed if you win. Yeah, I, I mean, you you hit the nail right on the head because you felt like the committee especially kind of took the Michigan State laws as – I think if you play this game nine times out of ten, you probably win that football game. Yeah. And, and that's nothing against Michigan State. It's nothing against Spartans. They had a, they've had a great season. We'll touch on them at the end of the show. But 
I, you know, I, there's a lot of things I want to cover with this Michigan team and the expectations we had coming in. You know, that's probably going to go into my apology letters a little bit. But far, first, let's let's switch it to Kyle here. Kyle, um, uh, we're going to move the mic over so Kyle can take a deep breath and he's going to unload the massive amounts of the third string knowledge that he has on this Michigan football team. <laughs> um, uh, Kyle. Being the Michigan fan that you are, being, you know, the devoted, the loyal, the ever-present, you know, Michigan guy, tell me your emotions going after this game. Tell me what you saw, you know, the biggest takeaways from this game. It's literally the biggest win we've had as a Michigan football fans in 10 years. So, it just, you know, lay it on me. Yeah, so before I say anything else, yeah. I want to just say watching this whole game with Michael, there's not one second till about until Michigan got the ball back to win the game that I was like, Same. they're going to win. Same. I was, wa- I was watching my house, and it was two minutes left, and my dad texted me and goes, wow, this is the most complete win Harbaugh's ever had. And I was like, I didn't respond. I went, there's still two minutes left, and they have the ball. I don't want to hear that talk until it's over. Yeah, there was not one second yep. until, they, until it was over, until I thought it was over. <laughs> but with that being said, with that being said, we knew that coming into this game that ever since – 1770 yeah. when they started playing <laughs> that this game was won at the offensive for the this, nation this was game. founded <laughs> <it's fine. laughs> that's, they, that's when they started playing it was the 117th matchup i believe right 117th yeah, uh, game 56 50 and six i believe yeah something like that yeah so but, they, they have the edge currently but michigan ohio state had won the last 15 out of the last 16 yeah. So, but ever ever since this rivalry started, this game has been won in the trenches. Whoever, and then that goes with running the ball more, obviously. Absolutely. So stat, whoever runs the ball more always wins. But this game is always won in the trenches. Can you protect your quarterback? Can you get those run fits? All that stuff. Yep. And for ever since I've been a Michigan fan, at least, yep. Michigan's been dominated at the offensive line. They've, they've never gotten pressure. They've let Ohio State run all over them. Yep. And Which has set up the big plays. Yeah, which has set up the, the, yep. the crossing route touchdowns when Dwayne Haskins <laughs> has no pressure all day. But, you know, that's, that was then. This is now. Anyway, so coming into this game, we knew what Michigan had to do. They had to control the pace. They had to do what they wanted to do. They couldn't let Ohio State have a two-play 80-yard drive. And, Absolutely. And then – you go three and out and give them the ball back, and then yep. the game's over. Yep. And you had to have your defense just contain. You know, you can't let them get the big play. You can let them get. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to get their stuff. Mm-hmm. But you have to let. You have to contain, uh, especially uh, Travion Henderson. I think they did a great, great, great job tackling. They never let him get going. They yeah. never let him get going. That is a huge minor key to the game that I don't think enough people were talking about was how good Ohio State was running the football. I mean, they were averaging one point. He was averaging no, nine, yards a, like nine yards a carry. Nine yards a carry. I was yeah. telling Michael before this game happened, yeah. I was like, my guess is Trayvon Henderson has 200 yards. Yeah, and for like sure. that's like the that's how that yeah for sure yep. And I think uh, the group that does that's not going to get enough credit is the secondary. I think they did a great job at containing. I, I would actually agree with you a, a lot on that, and we'll we'll get to that more. But I'll let you finish. I think they did a great a great job at tackling, like being on the man. Yes. If they got their catch 20 yes. yards on the field. You tackle, you mm-hmm. stop them. Don't let them get any momentum. Yep. And I think they get it did a great job there. And the third thing is the special teams. You know, you saw AJ Henning have a good couple good. Re- Returns and that several makes it, yes yeah, from the you go from the twenty yard line now you're at the forty yep. fifty yep. and not letting Ohio State return anything big all fair catches yep. stuff like that and watching this game it's it was it was it took like a year out of my life it Just did watch, it was I know. so stressful I was but, I was on the edge of my seat the entire game when you're looking back at it now like. Other than the few trick plays, you know, misdirection stuff, like Michigan didn't have to do anything that they didn't want to do. They they nope. ran their basic – they, they were just like, we're going to run, we're going to pull guards, 
we're gonna run power yep. and it, and try to stop us. And they yep. never. Kudos Hassan Haskins, of course, but they just death by paper didn't cuts. Stop him. Death by paper cuts. I mean, there is so many takeaways you can say about. And Kyle just hit on so many good points. The Travion Henderson containing him, and Ryan Day and his post game presser said that he goes, we threw the ball forty nine times, and that was just not including sacks, penalties, and that stuff. He goes, that's too many times. He goes, we're way out of balance. We felt like we had to throw later in the game because we couldn't get anything going with the run game. Which was weird because I felt like at times in like the third quarter, like a minute left, they're running draws. And I'm like, you're not getting anything with that. So it was Ryan Day had a weird day play calling, I think, in a lot of in a lot of minds. Maybe that's credit to the Michigan defense. Um, they played with my emotions quite a bit because they played a lot of man in this game, which was scary. But to your point, Kyle, the run after catch factor for Ohio State that has killed Michigan in years past was nowhere to be found in this game. If even on a, that 40-yard pass that Olave just levitated for five seconds to grab that pass. It's a 40-yard pass. Yeah, it sucks, but it's a 40-yard pass. It's not 40 yards with a missed tackle that goes to the house for 75. Everything that they did, they it was a clear game plan from the start of the game. It said, we're going to run the ball. We're going to run it right at you, and there's nothing you can do about it. It was everything. If you were an old-school Michigan fan, you got it. Right. And that's really the big key to this. I think it was uh, it was so much of Jim Harbaugh's fingerprints all over this offensive game plan. We're just said we're tougher than you in the trenches. We have veteran leadership with, you know, Matt Vestardis, you know, as the center, really commanding that group. Hassan Haskins taking the ball out of Cade's hands, making it super easy for him to be effective when needed. It was the perfect game plan. The weather, I think, also played a huge factor early on. You know, Ohio State is definitely built for track meet football in a lot of aspects. They're just fast. They blow people off the ball. It's just they swarm you so fast, I feel like, at times where even though you're only down 14 nothing, it may feel like you're down by 50. It just, you know, it, it gets out of hand so quickly. Um, talk, I want to talk a little bit, though, about the the expectations that we all had going into this season. Now, Mike, when we originally talked about Michigan, Michigan State, right, we clearly underestimated Michigan State this year, right? We thought six, seven, maybe eight wins, right? They've clearly surpassed that in spades and good on them. This Michigan team, we had a little bit higher ceiling, but for me especially, I just didn't – It was there was nothing outside of maybe Aiden Hutchinson at the time where you went, ooh, this team looks built to be a contender at the end, right? Um, you know, what do you think has been the key for Harbaugh and this football team to break through this glass ceiling to now we're actively talking about potential final four matchups with the University of Michigan playing on New Year's Eve. Yeah, I think I think there's it's like a mix between yeah. a few things. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest, biggest one yeah. is the ability of the offensive line and in in part Hassan Haskins slash Blake Corum. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't give like 80% to Hassan Haskins on it, but yeah. like Blake Quorum is definitely been a Quorum, big, Quorum big can part come of in and get a couple big runs off yep. to help yep. Haskins out. Absolutely. But Haskins does like most of the work on yep. it. Yep. Is because Cade McNamara isn't a Bryce Young nope. or a, you know, nope. Joe Burrow where yep. he's just going to swing the ball around and you yep. have all these Chris Olaves at wide receiver or whatever yep. that can go get balls for you or Jamar right. Chase is up there. Yep. Um, because you, you're so stagnant there, I think Hassan Haskins just being able to go. I'm going to give you the ball. You're going to get four yards every single time with your offensive line yeah. is very nice to have in yep. a sense that you can have long sustained drives. You can manage the clock low. Cause Cade McNamara, as we agree is a clock managing quarterback yep. and yep. he's a game managing he's quarterback. A game manager, where he, what he is, but yeah. 
But putting him in third and twos where he can just read the defense and make the right throw mm -hmm. for three, four yards yep. and then continue to just pound the rock down right. is phenomenal it, offensively. Absolutely. I, I've always said that I think J.J. McCarthy is going to bring an extra level. I but I'm happy that. that he didn't play this year because I think it would have hurt their yeah, because game I think a little it bit. Because I think they the would have balance that they've achieved. Exactly, because right yes. I think I think JJ would have been like, no, let's air it out a little yeah, more, yeah. and I think it would have hurt in certain and games. And Gaddis has shown when he got here earlier in his career, he wanted to throw the ball. That yes. was that was why he was brought in was to renovate the passing game. And I think Harbaugh went, yeah, but we're not good at that. We need to we need to rein yeah. this back, and we have a one two, and even with Donovan Edwards now, who now I think is a three. star in the making, is like. You have to give these guys the ball. It, yes. it, you have to do it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's just the, the the ability of just being able to run the ball like we've never seen before. Yeah, really, in the last like five years, they haven't <laughs> been able to run the ball like this. Absolutely. It's really the the thing that really took this team over the top that I didn't think was going to be there. Mm -hmm. I thought they'd be good, like yep. they always are. Yeah. But then when they come up to an Ohio State or a Penn State and they just fall flat, and not be able to run, and then I was going to be their kryptonite. But yeah. it wasn't this year. So. I, you know, it's funny too, and I, and I, you know, maybe this is as good a time as any for my apology letters to half of the Michigan coaching staff. But coming off a year where you're, what were they, three and whatever, three but, and yeah, huh, two, and, two four. and four, right? Everyone's calling for Jim Harbaugh's head, and 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 somewhat rightfully so, right? You lose to Michigan State when you really shouldn't have. There was just a lot of problems, right? Um. To come back this year, take a pay cut, knowing that this is kind of really your last shot at it, right? Before people are really going to be like, dude, seriously? Like, come on. Yeah, 0-6. Yeah, 0-6. You're 2-4 and four in the last six years against Michigan State or whatever you are. You're 3-4, and four, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like, really? You know, it's like, okay, great. You beat every other Big Ten team. Yeah, you're supposed to. We get better players than the rest of the Big Ten. You're supposed to do this crap. Um, for, for Harbaugh and this football team to come out and play with a chip on their shoulder has been phenomenal. I mean, they've surpassed my expectations. I owe a huge, I guess, apology is the best way to say it to Jim Harbaugh. I didn't think we'd ever get it done. I didn't. It was one of those things where I have been so critical of this football team and of this coaching staff because I go, I haven't seen it, so I can't believe that it's going to happen until I see it. And they did it. And they did it in the most perfect way where we can go back now and watch that football game, and it's the best game ever mm -hmm. because you know it's just – Six yards every play. And, yeah. and, you know, when Harbaugh made the quote, you know, they, they thought they saw a ghost. They didn't. They just saw 25. It was on Haskins, which I thought was the funniest thing ever. Um, no, I think, I think it's huge. I thought Josh Gaddis called his best football game as the Michigan offensive coordinator, um, leaned on the run hard, and I thought they put Cade in a position when they did take a shot. It was right time, right place. You, you felt like it was like, oh, yeah. man, they are just selling out. Man, one-on-one -on -one coverage. Let's get it to Roman the, Wilson. The, Let's get it to the, here. The thing about this game, yeah. and it's not even the game that makes you more excited, mm -hmm. is now that you've beaten Ohio State, this team next year and the year after just look better and better. Yep. Because now, okay, so this baseline team has beaten Ohio State. Mm -hmm. So next year, you're going to have a five-star quarterback playing. Mm -hmm. You're going to lose to Son Haskins. 
but you got Blake Horm and Donovan Edwards for at least another year or two yep. working together. Yep. You you have a couple four yep. or five star offensive linemen coming in. Yep. You have a five star corner coming in on defense that can help mm-hmm. lock down some receivers. And you're hoping Ajabo stays, which and I you're think hoping he Ojabo should. Stays, which I think he should. Know. Ronnie, Ronnie Bell's, Bell's going to come back. back. You're, not <laughs> like, lo- you're not losing a receiver. You're only yeah. getting a yeah. star receiver back. Yep. Because none of your receivers are like yeah. they're all sophomore juniors. So they're all probably going to stay for the yeah. Most none part. of them had a good enough numbers to leave. Exactly. Yeah. So next year you're going to have uh, even more explosive offense than you did with possibly a maybe not stronger defense than you had this year because you mm-hmm. lose Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. But you have more experienced pieces all around the board that are and you're losing. For you're losing. The safety too. You're probably gonna lose Dax Hill. Yeah, that you're losing Dax Hill. Dax Hill's definitely gonna yeah. go. But yeah. having Will Johnson there and having a couple guys play junior, Carlson, oh yeah, who's a freshman, oh yeah, who's making big plays. Like the team, optimistically looking forward, looks really good. Also, guy, you got, you got. Um, no, I'm trying to think of what the he's a he's a true freshman. I'm trying to think of what his the name corner? is. The safety. Oh. Oh God, it's not R.J. Right. Moten. Yeah. Oh, Moten should have had a pick yesterday too. Oh, oh, yeah. Bum me out <laughs> hard. I was like, dude, like I'm we can't. He's played a, in a few games. Yeah. You will, you will get a name. Especially the towards game. the end of the season. Yeah. But, you know, while you're trying to think of that, though, right, and, you know, I do, before we kind of get into the matchup between uh, Iowa and Michigan and, and kind of, you know, what happens there, I do want to briefly talk specifically about Aiden Hutchinson. Um, now, I know that, you know, Harbaugh made the claim where he should be in consideration for the Heisman. As we know, only one Heisman trophy has ever gone to a defensive player, and that was Charles Woodson, the greatest college football player of all time. So it's going to be pretty hard, I would imagine. But from a Detroit Lions perspective, and considering that they had John Dorsey and at least one other scout or official from the team watching that game for obvious reasons i mean receiver defensive line offensive line whatever right it's all there in that game um i think aiden hutchison yesterday specifically yesterday and i have talked before and said i thought that aiden hutchison was a top 10 5 however you want to rate him pick especially after the last couple games this game on the biggest stage Three sacks, multiple quarterback pressures, was responsible for multiple false start penalties and holding penalties on the Ohio State offensive line. There has to be a large amount of consideration right now as we speak. We're assuming the Detroit Lions had the first overall pick, which is going to be pretty hard for them not to at this point. Hutchinson has to be in that conversation. Does he not? I mean, he's got better numbers than Thibodeau. He's played in a more difficult conference. He showed up in the bigger games, in the biggest games, even though they lost to Michigan State, he was a force against Michigan State. He shut down Penn State basically single-handedly in some of those drives. And he was the difference maker for this defense. He was the one guy where he went, you can't stop him. There is nothing you can do here. You can't stop him against Ohio State. The biggest moments he showed up, you know, for I'll, I'll go to Kyle with this first. Do you think that he that the consideration is am I right here in saying this? I'm saying I'm asking the the biggest Michigan fan ever right here. But like I don't know how you can't consider him to be an option at number 1 right now. If if you're thinking pass rusher it's it's you you're thinking okay, Thibodeau was probably going to be the guy. I don't know how you don't have Hutchinson up there right now with him. There's no number, there's no metric you can say that can say that Thibodeau is a better prospect right now on paper than Aiden Hutchinson. No, yeah, I completely agree. And it's kind of hard for me to, like, kind of go on a podcast and say something like this because, oh, I mean, I, like, eat, sleep, drink, like, (laughs) Michigan football. Yeah. I listen to podcasts five days a week and stuff. And it's – and so I don't want to, like, 
come out and say like, yeah, like Aiden Hutchinson's the greatest thing since sliced bread yeah. because like he's you know he's the only the only thing I watch. Yeah. And and but on the other hand, like I completely agree. Like when you, it's not just how like his numbers, how many sacks, how many pressures he gets. It's what he does, just purely watching him on the field and what he does on the field because mm-hmm. he can kill you in so many ways. It's, he could he could just go, take your lineman and just run straight through him. He can just push him back in, into the lap of the quarterback. Nasty. Or or if he if he wants to, he could just run right around him. He's fast enough. He's not slow by any means. No. And just how how dominant he can be and how many fast. And I want so to put this. I want to put this in perspective here. So Ohio State's left tackle is a I believe he's a freshman this year, a freshman or a sophomore. Basically, all the reports coming out of Ohio State and from across the country is by the time that kid goes to the draft, if he continues the way he's continuing, he is projected to be Orlando Pace, who is a Hall of Fame left tackle for the St. Louis Rams at the time. So think about that. It's not like he's going up against, you know, Northern Illinois left tackle, right, where he just power bombed a dude. Like, it's, it is legitimate talent that he had his way with Mike. I want to ask you the same thing because we do so much draft coverage together. If you're the Detroit Lions, I mean, how much – give me a percentage. If, if those are the only two guys you're thinking, because obviously quarterback is probably not at one, clearly. And if those are the two guys, give me a percentage where you're like, I, I mean, you know, yeah. 50%? Is it, is it 60 to 40 where you're like, I think Thibodeau is still the pick because of X reason? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I just don't know what you can tell me un- unless the combine where Thibodeau tests the greatest athlete ever. I don't know what you can say that Hutchinson doesn't have that Thibodeau has. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I actually give it 55-45 Aiden only yeah. – but only because – of like the Michigan tied to mm-hmm. it, like yeah, I think, for sure. I think him staying in it's huge Michigan and Detroit would be a huge like would be a bigger story and like a Absolutely. bigger thing like yeah like he never leaves or whatever. Um, but outside of that, I think I think they're just about as equal, and it's all about personal preference. At yeah, that point. I think I agree. Um, yep. Like I don't think you could go wrong with either one. I think a lot of people when like Tua and Herbert were coming out, mm-hmm. and everyone was like. They're both really good. You can, yeah, you, right. You know, it's like all one of, preference. One, one yeah. of them will shine out over the other through the course of their career. Yeah. But at the time, it's like either yeah. one or the other. You're getting. You look really, and you go. They both have a lot of positives. Yeah, they have a lot of positives, not a lot of negatives, and yeah. they both have won national championships or both have done whatever right, right. or have won bowl games or whatever it is. So um, I think I think you can't really go wrong. I would just say fifty five percent for Aiden mm-hmm. because he stays. Yeah. in Michigan. I think that's a bigger story just, yeah. for them. I look at Hutchinson, I just I just think he's such a Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes player. He's a leader, mm-hmm. high ceiling, super high floor, high motor guy, mm-hmm. right? He's everything like he's just everything that you want, I feel like. Yeah. And I'm this is not me saying I'm going to be mad if they take Thibodeau by yeah. any stretch. He's a freak of an, he's a freak of nature too, right? But it's just these last couple of weeks, you really start to put some stock into what he has done on the bigger stages, and you just go, man, like this week, it's, you know, when we talk about the Heisman, um, you know, everyone's like, Kenneth Walker had a real chance to stake his claim for the Heisman playing Ohio State last week, right? And he was a non-factor. Now, part of that is due to play calling. I thought it was atrocious by Michigan State. However, when he did get the ball, he didn't do a whole lot with it, you know? Aiden Hutchinson this last week, it was like, maybe not for, and now he's got the third best odds, you said, right? Right mm-hmm. now to win the Heisman based off Vegas. The fact that he came out three sacks, five, six pressures was a complete force in that game. It just goes to show you that's the kind of guy that you want, right? Mm-hmm. It's That's the guy, you know, it's just, 
I was just amazed by his performance. Um, anything, any other news and notes from this game before we talk Michigan, Iowa, and we preview that? Anything else that we have on this? I just wanted to give a big shout out to a true <laughs> freshman safety, uh, Rod Moore. Yeah. Um, I probably most people have never heard of him, but uh, he 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 didn't really play the, much at the beginning of the season. Played yeah. a lot a lot more snaps during close to the end of the season. And he is a fantastic open field tackler. Mm-hmm. There's some of these plays where Trevion Henderson had a hole and he just dove in and just yep, dove at his I know what you're talking about. And yeah, and he just, just fell over. And you were like, I think there was one play specifically where uh, Joe Clatt was like, if he doesn't make that tackle, yeah. he's gone. Yeah. Like, like, he's the last line of defense. And when he's yeah. played, like, he, he's like a fantastic open field tackler. And this kind of takes me to just another side point that I want to talk about. Some quick point that – that something that Michigan has done this year that I probably never seen yeah. a Jim Harbaugh in Michigan do is take advantage of the talent that they have. Mm-hmm. A lot of the years that I've seen this Michigan team that there will be dudes, five stars, four stars that yeah. rarely play until they're maybe seniors. Right. And you and then they come out and you're like, where was this? You know. Mm-hmm. And this year you've seen a lot of true freshmen, freshman freshmen playing. Quite frankly, yeah. yeah. And and when and. And I think they've managed, you know, a Cade McNamara, J.J. McCarthy very well, having three really good running backs very well. Mm-hmm. And when you have a true freshman, Junior Colson, basically starting at linebacker, mm-hmm. that's really impressive. With Turner the, with on the done. outside. Turner. Yep. <clears throat> Kyle Green is a redshirt freshman. He's basically started over Josh Ross for most of the year. Yep. And especially, and then also with the wide receiver core, you know, with Andre Anthony, A.J. Henning. And I just, I just am really impressed how they've been able to manage all that talent. And, and I think a little bit of that, too, is due to the COVID situation, right? I think it was hard to go out and recruit, right? It was hard to get these guys on campus, so you had to rely. And, you know, I give Michigan's offense a little bit more credit, too, especially knowing Ronnie Bell went down. Yeah. First game, you're just like, wow, there's a lot of question marks. Now, what? who's number one again? Is that Anthony? Right, that dude's a stud. That yeah. dude's gonna be the guy for Michigan. Yeah, that, and that and Kyle, <laughs> Kyle made a point that I wanted. Yeah, to, that yeah I sure. was thinking about too was I do enjoy the mix of like like it's anybody's like, day. It's it's anybody's yeah. day, but not even that. It's to the point of Harbaugh realizes okay, so we're gonna lose Dex Hill and Brad Hawkins. Yeah. So instead of playing them every snap for twelve games, right. let's throw in our freshman. When they play safety. Nebraska, yeah. yeah, let's throw in our freshman safety against Ohio State, and if he plays well. Then Keep there's your next starter. Yeah, there you go. Two yeah, years. Right. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, so like, absolutely. Like, like Junior Colson, yep. his first game was against like Michigan State. It's the first time I really noticed him playing a yep. good amount. Mm-hmm. He probably played a little bit before that. Yep. But that was like his first big game, and he made a couple big plays, and now it's like, oh, now you're going to be the starting linebacker yep. for two years. Yep. Like having got like uh, Andre Anthony is another great example of that, where you have a freshman break out against a team, and now here's your next starter for – two, three more years. I think these are important things that Ohio State always does, but with like Chris Olave, and we bring his name up a lot, but he's so good. He's a freak. But since his freshman year, it's been, God dang, we have to cover Chris Olave <laughs> for yeah. literally five years now. And then you got hurt, and you're like, guy. oh, thank goodness. Yeah. yeah, like we've been worried about this guy for like five years. Yeah. Because every single, cause since he's a freshman, he's been killing us. Yeah. But now it's like, finally, maybe Michigan can be that team where Andre Anthony is going to be that guy for three years. Yeah. It's like, man, we have to I want to I wanna give a now. shout out to, to, to Mike McDonald to the defensive coordinator. Finally, he didn't just sub every single Oh, play. my gosh. Wow. I know. Crazy. crazy. But here's the thing I want to say about this, though. Uh, for some of the frustrations we had, especially, like, during the Michigan State game, um, you know, and even a little bit, you know, throughout the rest of the year, here's the thing. Here's the difference. You know what it is, I think, a little bit for this team? They're running an NFL defense, too. You know what I mean? This isn't Dr. Blitz unwilling to make changes. This is a amoeba 
type defense where you it's it's whatever flavor you can run to stop I for the amount of man coverage they ran yesterday was insane. And yeah. Joe Clack kept coming back to me because you are playing with fire. But he's like, but I can. I can run to safety high and go, let him go because I have two really good pass rushers and my in, the defensive line is yeah. winning. So it's like we can do this. And it was just – I give a lot of credit to him for changing, for the ability to make adjustments because I know a lot of people were really upset after that Michigan State game, you know, especially mm-hmm. how the defense faltered at the end to come out and shut down the most potent offense in football and go, yeah, they're going to score, but it's how they score. Mm-hmm. It's it's 12-play drive. I just I think he deserves a big shout-out because first year as a D.C., big program like that, coming from Baltimore, you're like, he's got a great foundation, clearly, of knowledge yeah. there where you go, oh, this dude could be legit. Yeah. But And, and something I've, I'm going to find interesting next yeah. year is when you lose a guy like Aiden Hutchinson or like Dax mm-hmm. Hill, yeah. is How do, do you, we, do you yeah. change your scheme right. to – because right now, like, the scheme is, okay, we have Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojabo right. with decent cor- – like, good corners out there. Yeah. So we're just going to blitz, like, rush four and let our, co- right, let yeah. our guys do their thing, right? Yeah. Yep. I wonder when Aiden Hutchinson leaves and when you have Dex Hill, maybe Vincent Gray leaves and stuff, yep. do you change more? Okay, now we're going to maybe blitz a little more because we don't get the immediate right. pressure, pressure that Aiden Hutchinson can get or right. whatever. Absolutely. Like, that's stuff I'm looking forward to in the next couple of years is does every year does he change based on the talent that he has available Which to is him? huge, right? Which, Which is would be huge because that's what Don Brown didn't do was no matter – what if we you, did. No matter what you had, man you're coverage, run, you're man and then coverage. as Kyle mentioned, the crossing routes every game. Yeah, because they realize, okay, well, Rashad Gary's not going to bring pressure on me, yeah. so I'm just going to th- like they never change. They should have blitzed more. They never did. Yeah. But now it's like now Mike McDonald looks like he's actually changing up the coverages mm-hmm. and stuff, depending on what yes. talent he has out there. Yes. Which is and nice you saw it, especially in the second half, two high safety pretty much all day. You know, especially in the second half though, where they went. And Joe Clad, I think, acknowledged anywhere he goes. Michigan at this point, when they got the two touchdown lead, it was like Michigan at this point is just gonna make Ohio State have to score, like earn the score. Yes. They're like they're not gonna get beat over the top. They refuse. Like, they are gonna take eight yard gains and count those as wins because they're gonna go. Okay, it took you six minutes, seven, eight minutes to go score. Okay, you scored, but then Michigan's offense goes. So we're gonna go run the ball. And that what was funny is Michigan had the fast drives, you know. I don't understand what was going on with their special teams where they kicked it to the five-yard line. Yeah, and, and then let me return And to they the let the 40, and I go, you just gave them – they need two first downs, and they're in field goal range yeah. immediately. I just – it was weird. It was a weird game. I was like, all right, let's talk – I mean, we could talk about this win literally forever, but let's let's shift focus now. Let's talk about um, – let's preview Iowa-Michigan for the Big Ten Championship game. Now, I will start off by saying – I don't care necessarily about Big Ten championships. I don't. I don't care about it. But what I do care about is what the Big Ten championship gets you to, and that's the final four. So I'm putting a very big asterisk on this. To preface this point, if Michigan won the Big Ten East at like 9-3 and and Iowa won it at 9-3, I would not care about this game. At all. Really at all. all. Yeah, well, Big Ten champs, nobody cares. It's only because you have the potential of making the final four. Correct. 100%. I do think that is important because I think there's some people out there that are like, well, you know, it's like we won Big Ten champion. I go, I don't care. I don't care about Big Ten championships. It is a nice thing to have. But if you told me right now Michigan doesn't get to, doesn't have to play in the final doesn't have to play in the Big Ten championship they're going to the final four I go cool let let Ohio State play Wisconsin for the Big Ten championship I don't care mm-hmm. if that means we're going to the final four that's all I care about so with that being said though 
This is an interesting matchup. I first off, hilarious that Wisconsin somehow still managed to blow would, it. Okay, so would you? Because uh, me and Kyle, I think, are both in agreement yes. that we'd rather play Iowa here than Wisconsin. Do you agree or no? Um, are you more worried about Iowa than Wisconsin? Um, I was really torn on this, and I and I'll explain because that that was where kind of where I was going is because with 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 Wisconsin, that was a tongue tongue twister. You know what you have in Wisconsin because you played them already, mm-hmm. right? But I agree with the sentiment of it is so hard to beat a team twice. It is really, really, really difficult to do that. However, I'm a little bit nervous because this Iowa team at one point was the number two team in the country and was playing really solid football for a good chunk of the year. And I feel like they've kind of come back to that a little bit. Now, are they what we thought they were? Maybe not. But Iowa is a very good football team. So – I don't know. It's very hard for me. I, I guess I'll say yes because I would rather, I guess, you know, I don't like playing the same team again because it's like, well, they know what you do well and they're just going to change what you did to them the first time. Um, and the fact of Michigan thinking, well, we dog walked them the first time, so we're going to come out flat. Mm-hmm. I don't want that mm-hmm. in the slightest. So I would lean a little bit towards Iowa. But let's talk about Iowa for a second because, you know, number two team in the country at one point, they fall off a massive cliff. We get that. But – Iowa does a lot of things well that Michigan does well. They run the football. They control the clock. They play better than an average defense. This is a weird mirror matchup that I don't think anybody was anticipating seeing for the Big Ten Championship game. Uh, Michael, start with you, and then we'll go to Kyle. What do you see out of Iowa You know that you're like, this is something that we need to be aware of, or what do we need to shut down? Give me what your impressions of this Iowa team are, because I haven't watched a ton. I paid attention after they got to number two, and I went – okay, clearly this is a very good football team, and then they pulled an Iowa and went back yeah. to earth. Yeah, I think I think their run game is number one. I think yeah. they have – I would say – I mean, They've they always run they, the ball yeah, well. They don't, they don't have like two th- or three guys, mm-hmm. but they have one guy that runs really, really efficiently. Yep. So I think it's just slowing down the run for them. Because I don't believe – their quarterback is a lesser version of K. McNamara to me. Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. a – like – I'll like if it's third and two, I'll get you a first down. Yep. But I'm not throwing, I'm not airing the ball for 400 yards and six touchdowns kind of guy. So <laughs> we hope, <laughs> yeah, we, we hope not at least. So um, the run offense is what I'm obviously most worried about for them. Yep. And then defensively, I just think they play phenomenal defense. We've yep. seen them, you know, play Wisconsin early, yep. and they held them to yep. what seven points or whatever it was, yep. and then. They played um, Penn Maybe, State. It was twenty-three to twenty. Then they shut down Iowa State too. And they bit. shut down Iowa State pretty well. Like they, they Iowa has had a really good job defensively. In the middle of the year, they had a tough patch against like Purdue and stuff in there. Yeah. But uh, they, like you said, they come back a little bit, and their defense is um, quite scary. Yeah. So I don't want to. Kyle, thoughts on the Hawkeyes? Um, I mean. I feel like the game. <laughs> He's riding so high like, right now. He's like, we're playing who? Yeah. No light work, light work. I'll watch one of the championship. <laughs> but um, I mean, I mean, I feel like Michigan is just the better team overall. Like mm-hmm. they just have the better pieces. Even if, they, like, especially because they are very similar. I feel like just Michigan would just have the edge just because they're just more talented. But with that being said, I feel like Iowa's going to do everything in their power to stop the run. Mm-hmm. Defensively, I think they're going to do everything they can to stop the run. And I feel like if it if it's a game where it's relatively close, you're might gonna need Cade McNamara to make some big throws. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I I guess I haven't watched Iowa enough to know how good their passing defense is. But yeah. I, I don't you know. Other than that, but I feel like Michigan. He, here's here's my concern with this game. 
because this game very much feels like a trap game for me in a lot of reasons. Number one, you're coming off the biggest win of your season. You beat your biggest rival, all that good stuff, right? That's number one for me. Number two, Iowa runs the ball extremely well. You know what that does? It neutralizes your best feature, which is your pass rush, right? So with that being said, I feel like your secondary is going to have to play tops because if you, like you're you're going to have to you're going to have to make sure that you know you're you're forcing them you know your your front Josh Ross is going to have to have his best game as a Wolverine this year this week because he's going to have to be over the field they're going to have to stifle the run to force them to throw which allows Hutchinson Ojabo to pin their ears back and go right um, and they did a really good job again against Ohio State with this right the other thing is is that. Because Iowa is going to key so hard in the run, McNamara is going to have to be good. I'm not saying he's going to have to be great, but he's going to have to – we're going to have to have no turnovers. You're going to have to consistently be moving the football through the air because I think you're going to have to win one-on-one coverages, and you're going to have to make it easy for Cade. So those deep shots, when they do take them, they're going to have to connect on them. So it's for me, it is very much a – you're having to rely upon parts of your team that maybe aren't your aren't your suit aren't your strongest suit, right? Maybe the pass rush isn't going to play as big a factor because they're running the ball so effectively, so it takes that out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't run the ball, averaging six seven yards a carry. You know, maybe you have to throw the ball more. It feels very much like you're playing the Spartans again. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that Harbaugh looked at that game and went, okay, well this is what we need to do to change that to prevent Kenneth Walker, but Iowa version from running for five touchdowns. And I'm hoping that's what they have. Um, but I'm a little bit concerned. Um, as far as how Michigan wins this football game, uh, Michael, start with you. What, what do they, what do you think is going to be the key for them to get this win? Is it the pass game? Is it going to just be Hassan Haskins death by paper cuts? Is it, it, what do you think it is for them to, to get this win and, officially punch their ticket to the final four uh i mean if if i had one thing yeah. about it i would say it'd probably be kate mcnamara throwing the ball well yeah um because i think both teams like you said are going to run well i think both teams have really good defenses mm-hmm. i think one thing that michigan possibly has the edge in mm-hmm. and this could be where jj mccarthy comes in a little bit mm-hmm. is being able to air the ball out a lot better than iowa yeah. can yeah. iowa does not throw the ball well when you look at uh their quarterback he has um, he's he's got nine touchdowns and six picks on the year. Like, right, right. Like they they the run year, the football. They run the football. They run they're, the they're, football. Their running back has 1,100 yards and six touchdowns. Right. Son Haskins has 1,100 yards and 13 touchdowns. So, so And, you know, five against one team really helps with those numbers too. <laughs> but Kay McNamara, which I did not believe when I looked at it at first, has 2,100 yards and 14 touchdowns and two picks this Is year. really? Yeah. Which is a lot better than I thought it was yeah. at one point. Can so, you believe we're talking about a team though that could potentially go in the final four and their quarterback has fourteen touchdown passes? Stroud had six in one game yeah, last yeah. week. So so I would say <laughs> Kate, so crazy like when me. you compare that, I think Kate McNamara just yeah. is better than um yep. Petrus is yep. at quarterbacking. So that's where I have Michigan having the edge yeah. is in that passing attack. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I have Michigan. But mm-hmm. they're very similar and very close. It's, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting team. So as a, at a, as a betting man, <laughs> Michigan over the entire course of championship weekend has the largest odds like to win really? their game. Oh, so boy. they're 10.5 point favorites wow. going into their game. No one else – Everyone else is under 10, yeah. 10 or under. 
in all their games. So that oh, kind of says something. Is Michigan is very favored. I mean, you couldn't you, if you're if you are a if you're Vegas. You, you mean they're coming off the biggest win. They've never looked better. Legitimately, yeah. they've never looked they're better. The best thing, yeah. I mean, they I mean, in in Harbaugh's six years, seven years here, they've never looked better. Uh, Kyle, go to you. Um, key for Michigan to win this game. Is there a player? Is there what, – what do they need to do to capture the first Big Ten title under Harbaugh to officially punch their ticket uh, to the Final Four? I think that uh, for them to win this game, I think they just need to have a really good game plan from uh, Mike McDonald and the defense. I think yep. if they are it's dominant – lose if they can't score, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, that, I mean, that's basically what I'm saying. What I'm saying, like, if they're dominant on defense, the offense will figure itself out. Yeah. And they'll score as they've shown how they need to, whether mm-hmm. if that's on the ground or through the air. And I just think that if the defense can dominate through the air and mostly on the ground, as we saw last week yeah. on the ground against Trayvon Henderson, then I think that they could win pretty comfortably. Yeah, I, I you know, for me, I want to see them come out like they did against Ohio State. A lot of energy, a lot of emotion. I want to see them play fast and early, right? And I want to see them – basically set the tone early right and that's so big i think for this michigan team because we saw and i i had a little bit of a bitch fit on this show a couple weeks ago when they played penn state where they came out really flat right penn state dominated the first quarter where you go come on man like this like you're playing for your lives here and then they finally came back right they got it back and it was okay but i don't want to have that with iowa i want them to come in and beat iowa convincingly because i think they should at the end of the day they have a better run game. They have a better passing attack. They have a better defense. They have they are better in every facet of the game right now than Iowa is. They should win this football game, and they should win it. I'm not saying they need to blow them out, but they should win by ten points. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I don't think that's necessarily an unexpected uh, you know result for me. I mean, I, my, at this point, you've taken me from doubting everything that they do because I haven't seen it to now I have an expectation. It's similar with the Spartans, right? When the Spartans beat Michigan and they go in and now they're technically in talks to be in the final four and then you go and get blown out by Purdue, that's unacceptable. You can't have that. You are at a point now with Michigan football where until you get to the final four this year, you are expected to win. You need to win this game. And this is a huge game. It's a huge statement game for them to go out, take a W, win your Big Ten championship, go to the final four and have a real chance at it. Kyle, final score of this game. Give me a prediction. 28-7 Michigan. 28-7. Woo! I say that because Iowa scored seven points in both their losses of the year. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I'm going more towards a 31-20 Michigan win. All right. I will take I like I like I like your stat line a little bit better. I'm gonna say um I'm gonna say twenty eight seventeen. Michigan, 28-17. Yeah, I got to cover the 10 and a half because yeah. someone made yeah. bet the 10 and a half already. So <laughs> I got to cover that. So I covered. 11. I caught game yeah, 11. Yeah, so it's 11. So. Um, Kyle said easy cover, 21. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah Kyle's like uh, 1,000 to zero. It doesn't matter. To, it's already over. <laughs> um, no, I, you know, it's such an interesting matchup. They, they, they mirror each other in so many different ways. It's going to be one of those things. I just, you know, another thing for me is I just feel like at this point, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned because take the monkey off of his back, right? You finally take Ohio State. But it's like, but is the monkey officially off yet until you get to the Final Four? And I hope Harbaugh is like, you know, his comments post game was this feels like the beginning, mm-hmm. right? And it's like. I'm hoping that means he's like, yeah, that's great. Like, finally, we did it. Mm-hmm. But we only did that to get here. Yeah. And I hope that they come out like they did last night, 
and just go and say, nope, this, not this time, not this year, not this team. This is the best chance we've had basically since Harbaugh has been here to get to the final four and make a push for the national championship. So with that being said, um, let's, let's take a pause off of Michigan for a second and let's talk other games setting up this final four run here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Oklahoma state, huge win over Oklahoma, right? I mean, ginormous on so many levels. So we have Baylor, right? And Oklahoma state for the big 12 championship. You've got, uh, I'm going to, Leave the Pac-12 out of it because they've ruined their chance, right? You've got Alabama escaping Auburn, unfortunately, to play Georgia SEC title game. Going to be huge. Can't wait for it. Um, those are the two, I think, biggest games. And then Cincinnati and Houston in plays Houston for the Athletic Association Championship. Yeah, sure. The Bleeble level, um, right? So taking the Big Ten Championship out of it for a second, Mike, I'm going to start with you. Um, you know, we've been talking about scenarios, right? It was interesting because we we're like, man, if Oklahoma wins, I mean, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State twice and all that stuff. Oklahoma went, yeah, we're going to be Oklahoma and not stop anybody. So, with it being said, Oklahoma State's defense playing super high, shut down Oklahoma's offense yesterday. Um, they play Baylor. Give me your prediction on that game. Does Oklahoma State punch their ticket officially to get there, or does Baylor pull the upset and everybody goes crazy and everybody goes, I don't know what's going on? Yeah, I think I have Oklahoma State winning by yeah. a, a good margin. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense is playing their defense really, is really like good right now. Third or fourth in the in the nation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're phenomenal. The offense can keep pace too, yep. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, Mike Gundy's only two and eight against Oklahoma yeah. since he's been there. It's crazy. So I have Oklahoma State winning that game, and I think this. Unless one other thing happens, I think it's like a 95% chance Oklahoma State punches their ticket in. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that in a second. Um, Kyle, who do you got in the Big 12 title game, Oklahoma State or Baylor? I'm going Oklahoma State. Okay. All right. So let's go back now. Let's shift focus. Let's talk um, Let's talk, uh, Let's talk. talk AAC championship first before we talk the big one. But So Cincinnati playing Houston. Houston's eleven and one, so this is yes. not a, this is not a slouch team. I think they're twenty something in the country right now. I believe, right? Yeah, Houston like that. was twenty four. Yeah. before the, before these Tuesday rankings come out, right? Obviously, so I, I'm assuming they'll be up a little bit, so yeah. maybe they'll be 20, 20. 22, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, Cincinnati, you know, one of two undefeated teams in the country right now. They have stepped up quite a bit after we kind of gave them the business a few weeks ago, saying you're you're squeaking by teams that you should be destroying Mm -hmm. you're really making it hard for people to go they should be in the final four um do they cap off the undefeated season with an aac championship um and then force the committee to make a whole bunch of decisions i I do i I do think they win i think they are going to pull everything out of the book do you think that they have to win convincingly in order to really like like or like so say they win by a field goal okay does that really hurt them, even though they get the conference championship as compared to, well, we beat them by 30? Now, I don't think they're going to beat them by 30, but, like, they beat them by two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big margin of victory. Yeah, I, I mean, I do think they need a – A statement win, uh, like a, a good, good win. A good win. Yeah. Um, I think three points, even though you go undefeated, I think at that point then you can make the argument for right. other teams mm-hmm. at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And so um, especially with the Oklahoma State scenario I have, yeah. I think they need a convincing win mm-hmm. to – Make it a lot harder say for the no. committee to say no to you. Right. I guess. Okay. I, they, right. they, there's a good chance they do say no, no matter what. But yeah, well, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Kyle, AAC championship, Houston against the undefeated Cincinnati Bearcats. Mr. Luke Fickle, former Ohio State head coach for one season. Last time Michigan beat Ohio State. Um, 
was the apple of Michigan State's eyes for <laughs> a minute there. Um, well, who do you got in that game? Yeah, I think I'm going to take Cincinnati. I mean, they haven't really given me a reason. I mean, other than their close games, I think yeah. I think they are a good team. I, mean, I do. I, I like, think they are a good team. I, like, clearly, they can't not be. Like in the beginning, I was like, eh, you know, yeah. like, I was waiting for them to lose, but they've won out, and I think they deserve to be in if they win in defensive yeah. no, action. Notre Dame is a big statement win for them. That's why we're not even going to be talking about the Irish. They don't have a conference championship, so it's hard for them. Plus, they haven't looked all that great. They should have lost to Florida State early in the year. I stand by that. But anyway. Um, all right, sexy game, clearly. SEC championship. Alabama makes this game worth watching <laughs> last week after Basically. beating Auburn. Um, Georgia looked like Georgia, you know, and I, and I want to talk about Georgia in a minute once we kind of get – once we lock in our final four here for a second because I have yeah. an interesting kind of thought about them. Um, they destroyed Georgia Tech, clearly, right? Bama escapes Auburn in the Iron Bowl, so we've got Georgia-Alabama SEC championship game. I don't know what the hell is going to happen in this game because I, I in so many ways just want to be like, well, Georgia's going to shut them down. It's going to be one of those low-scoring games because Georgia's offense is not all that particularly great. But I also have a very good thought that Alabama's like, I know exactly what Kirby Smart's going to do, and I'm going to have the right answer to all the answers to the test. I think – now, I'm not picking necessarily Alabama to win. Okay. But I think the reason why they were – Flat, really flat against Auburn is because they knew that like we just got to get through this because Georgia's they, they on the They were mind. looking ahead. Is it is it the Penn State for Michigan game where it's like Penn, we just got to get through Penn State Maryland be, basically and then we're gonna, we have that, Ohio that's State. how I feel about it was you yeah. lose to Michigan State and I was like okay we, yep. ha- we just have to get through these next two hope Michigan State loses yep. and then it's Ohio State yep. and that's why they came out really flat against Penn State was because you're looking at Ohio State yep. you're, you're game planning weeks ahead how to beat Ohio State yep. while having to play other games in that in that sphere <laughs> isn't that crazy <laughs> um, I think that's what Alabama was doing here they were like okay Auburn six and five right. They're, they're going to play a, up because it's the rivalry. Yeah, they're starting a backup quarterback because Bo Nix is hurt. Yeah. So they're like they're starting a sophomore. So they were like, okay, as long as we score 17, 24, our defense is going to hold them. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then they realize, wow, our offense is just not clicking right yeah. now. We so they have to. The, we they, and then the in gun. the second half, they realize we have to lock in yeah. and make sure we get this win. Yeah. Which is what not what they were probably expecting to have to do. Yeah. So, I, but I do think because of that, I think they were probably planning toward. Georgia and trying to figure out something. For it's Georgia hard not early. to, right? It's hard not to. So I think they're going to come out way, way, way better. Way better. They I look like Bryce Alabama. Yeah. You're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to actually look like what Alabama normally does. Yeah. I'm not. I don't necessarily think they can beat Georgia, but okay. I do think it's going to be a competitive fight. All right. Well, first off, like, okay. Give sorry, me, I have Georgia. You have Georgia winning this game. Okay, Kyle. Same question to you. Bama looks a bit rough, and I and I do think there is a lot of merit to what you said about that. Where it's it's hard not to be like. I mean, this is the game we have to get ready for. We, we have to take as much time as we need to to get prepared for this. One last thing I yeah, yeah. too is I think that even if they lost that overtime game to Auburn, yeah. I think at worst case, if you go out and beat Georgia, yeah. I think there's a very strong case for you to make the playoff even yeah. on an Auburn loss. I know. There's, so that's why that's, Bama not being the definitive number one throws monkey wrenches into this so bad. It's mm-hmm. And we're going to get to it in a second. I, I, this episode's so fun because there's just so many hypotheticals. It's great. Um Georgia, Bama, I mean, it, it's really a pick em for me on so many levels. It's, it's so hard for me to bet against Nick Saban. It's like betting against Belichick in the Super Bowl. It's like, how can you do it? Um, biggest game of the year for Bama, obviously. Georgia, this is the biggest statement win possible you could have, right? It's like all this work for this game just to stomp them into the ground and say, nope, we're the best team. Who do you got, Kyle? Georgia, Bama, 
What are you thinking? Uh, going off that, uh, how can you bet against Nick Saban? <laughs> is why I'm gonna bet gonna Alabama Bama? to win. Okay. I just think that they'll pull it out. You know. You know I, that's worse for Michigan, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I I know, but it's like I don't know. It's like hard to. I'm as good as Georgia's looked. I just feel like Alabama has something that they'll be able to pull out and mm-hmm. find a way to win. But they're both really good teams. I mean, yeah. either one could yeah. win. It's either one could win. Kyle's like, I'm living in the world where Michigan just wins it all, and that's what's yeah. going to happen. Um, okay, yeah, so this is tough, right? Because for a lot of – oh, God. It, it, I'm fighting the rational me where thinks that I think Bama somehow squeaks it out and ruins everything for me, but at the same time as the Michigan fan that really hopes that Bama just doesn't get in and it makes an easier pass for them to get to finals. <laughs> um uh, yeah, give me Bama close. I, I, I don't know. Sure, why not? Anyway, let's talk about this, though, okay? So who, in your mind, okay, with you have Bama losing, okay, You we were talking off air. You only have five teams that I, you think, I think there's legitimately, legitimately only five teams, five teams that can now, make it. Now, who are the teams that are out, in your opinion, that people are still going to be talking about? After this week, I think I think Notre Dame is completely out okay. without any question because okay. I think because um, they're six right now, right? They are six. Okay, but I think y- there is no plausible way on earth yeah. you can put them in over, over Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Correct. And so since Cincinnati will take a spot, I don't like. Yeah. And if Cincinnati doesn't take a spot, then no Notre way. Dame can't take a spot. So right, right, so right. I think there is no way Notre Dame can take it. And then anything o- under that really, because Ohio State is going to drop. Relatively far under that, probably. Yeah. Um. They'll be like eight or nine. Yeah, or something. Or like, something. That. Yeah. like Baylor doesn't have a shot. Um, no, even if they 13th. even if they win, yeah. they're not yeah. gonna. They don't have much of a shot. Um. Yeah. Ole Miss, I think, is like nine or ten. They don't have a shot. Michigan so like State's Michigan out too. State's out. So yep. all, Ohio State's most likely out. I, I do see a way you can really try to argue if you really want to, but I wouldn't argue it. Um. So my five teams, I have that I think have a fighting shot at it are. Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State. Okay. So or the five. We have a lot of variables here. So so let's start at the top. Okay. Yes. Let's start with the Georgia Alabama game. Mm-hmm. Okay. If Alabama loses, they have two losses. Yes. We're going to assume in this scenario that Michigan wins, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State wins, and Cincinnati, Cincinnati wins. wins. Those are your four then. Yes. Okay, and how do you rank those four teams then in that in that scenario? There, we're, we're, be prepared, folks. Lost scenarios. You might want to take yes. out a notebook and yeah. kind of do some mental math um, here because I'm about to go through a lot of different yeah. scenarios. So, we here. Got, so in that scenario, we got Georgia, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Cincinnati. Okay, One that's how four. you have the, fu- yes. the final four. Okay, now that's and that is my most likely scenario. Scenario. Okay, that's like a there's like seventy yeah. percent chance that okay. happens to me. All right, so in the scenario, okay, where Bama loses. Michigan loses, okay. Okay. But Cincinnati and Oklahoma State win, okay. What do you do there? You said so. You said Michigan, Bama, Michigan, lose? Bama, and Michigan both lose. Okay. Now the reason why I'm asking this, and honestly, you could probably throw Oklahoma State in there too if you want to, mm-hmm. right? Basically, the the logic is you've got a bunch of teams with two losses yep. and no conference so, championships. So I would have at that point you have Georgia at one because mm-hmm. they beat Alabama. Yep. I have. Um, I still have Michigan too, okay. because Michigan beat the number two team in the country just last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. So, and also, I guess you could argue the idea of the strength of the loss. Does, yeah. Does matters. it matter? Yeah. Does it matter if if Michigan goes out to Iowa, goes out to Indy, loses to Iowa by fifteen? 
Yeah. Then you're like, ooh. That might make a difference. If they yeah. only lose by a last second field goal, yeah. then it's like, okay, you were that close yeah. or whatever. And then you right. beat Ohio State, whatever. Okay. So I'd have Michigan two. Uh, do you say Cincinnati loses? No, Cincinnati wins. Cincinnati, Cincinnati wins. wins. Yep. Um, but Bama loses. That that's where it gets tough for me. Mm-hmm. I would pro- honestly, I think my it would stay the same for the most part. I think so. I think I think actually, I would put Cincinnati and Alabama in and Oklahoma State out. Okay. Because I think I think the pack uh, or the Big Twelve mm-hmm. is weaker than the Big Ten. Yeah. So, all right. Let me put it. Let me let me throw this out. Yeah. Uh, right? Alabama at three or four. So, Alabama loses, Michigan loses, Oklahoma State wins, Cincinnati wins. Okay. So you okay? So here so, this is an interesting yeah. one. Yeah. So I'd have Georgia one. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State two, two Cincinnati, Cincinnati probably three. three. And then here's where the debate now. Here's yeah. now here's the fun debate though. Right. Is I think if you put Michigan in over Alabama, mm-hmm. I think Michigan goes to four. Yes. I think if you put Alabama in, I think Alabama's three. Okay, so you don't think in any scenario Ohio State no. gets in, no, at all, no. So you're you're because here's here's why I'm asking this because we've already seen some national pundits like Todd McShay and others would say I think I would rather have a two loss Ohio State or two loss Alabama in over an undefeated Cincinnati with a conference championship because he thinks that they have a better chance. Now I'm not even arguing that they may have a better chance to beat a Georgia or a whoever. I'm not even arguing that, but it's not about who's got the better chance. It's who's got the resume at yes. this point. So you don't think there's any way that Ohio state gets into the final four? No. Okay. Because I, I look at it and I go, I, I guess the only way is if Cincinnati loses. Okay. Cincinnati because then if you knock lose. Cincinnati out, right. Georgia beats Alabama. Yeah. And then you go, Ohio State or Alabama. It's whoever you like more. Yeah. And at that point, it's probably going to be Alabama. Yeah, right, because right? I still want the rematch. Yeah. yeah. I, and, okay, I'll add this. If Oklahoma State loses yeah. in a scenario with um, Alabama losing and Cincinnati losing, yeah. Ohio State could sneak in because you go, we like them over Oklahoma so four, State. So they go to four, they yeah, play they Georgia. Yeah, they go four, play Georgia. <laughs> yeah, that would be probably worst case scenario for Michigan fans because then yeah. they upset Georgia and then you – Potentially have now, Michigan, Ohio State for the title. Yeah, so I think that's very unlikely. Yucky. But I think a situation, Yucky. if you're a Cincinnati fan, that you yeah. don't want on earth mm-hmm. is Alabama beating Georgia. Because okay. I think you get knocked out. Really? I think the committee would go, Alabama goes to one because you beat number Georgia one. Georgia goes to two. Georgia goes to two. Michigan Michigan's goes three. three and Oklahoma then Oklahoma State goes four, four. And you knock out Cincinnati. E- e- oh, God, yeah, that's true. Because even if they win their game – Bama gets the biggest win of the year, basically, over the number one undefeated team. They get the SC championship. They only have one loss, so it's basically they have one loss. George got a loss. Oklahoma State's got a loss. Michigan's got a loss. Cincinnati's undefeated, but they're in a non-power five. Oh boy! Yeah. And we saw and we saw Yucky. the the first iteration yeah. of the playoff. TCU was in was yes. in the four spot. Yeah. Decimated their team by fifty. They yep. beat, I think it was Baylor by like fifty, yep. mm-hmm. and then Ohio State. That was your Ohio State. Yeah, jumped them. Jumped them. Yeah, from five to four. Right after winning the Big and they just fell out for no reason. Yeah, no exactly. one, no one really. So, had anything. so it's tough if you're not one of the power schools to get in. Right. So if Alabama wins, I don't think you can argue Cincinnati is better than Michigan, Oklahoma State, Alabama, or or uh, Georgia. Yeah, I don't think you can argue it. Wow, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, you're you're 100 percent on though, because there's no way if yeah. Alabama wins, there's no way Cincinnati can get in, unless yeah. unless Oklahoma State or Michigan, or Michigan loses, right. and then you can go okay, is, two losses. Is Cincinnati better than a two, two loss. loss Oklahoma State or Michigan. Yes, right. 
Interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So, so if you're oh. Cincinnati, you're just praying to God Georgia wins. Yeah, you need to take care of business, yes. number one, and then you need Georgia to win. That way there's no real debate for you at all. Now, let me ask you this. Kyle, do you disagree with any of this so far? No. He's in his own. He thinks Michigan's just taking it all. I can see it on his face right now. He's like, talk to me when it's New Year's Eve, baby, because that's all I care about. Um, but I do think this is interesting because it's, it, is, it is one of those things where for the first time you are going to potentially see a two-loss team get in somehow, and you're going to have to have the committee justify it. And this, once again, goes back to the fueling the flame of you need to expand the playoff because then there wouldn't be any issue with any of this crap. Yeah. And okay. Bama yeah. loses. They're still the, but one of the best eight teams. They're yeah. going to eight. Yeah. Fine. I was going to say, I saw, they play I the saw, number five. Yeah, seed. I, I saw a big argument the other day yeah. on um, expanding the playoff. It's like, well, people are going to argue about like 12, 13, 14. I no, go, you're not. I go, listen, you could argue about 12. No one cares yeah, about 12, 13, exactly. 14. Cause though. they're going to get killed. It's like yeah. in the big NCAA basketball tournament. Is anyone complaining about 69, 70, 70? No, no, because at the end of the day, like ninety five percent of the time, seeds yeah. one through three make it to the final four. Yeah. You rarely get like the Yolola Chicago's who are the eleven yeah. that make it. Mm-hmm. That's like one every like five or ten years yeah. that you get like that eleven seed make up a run. Normally, yep. it's okay. It's one of the top. Like if you expand the playoff, you know who's going to be in the final four every year. One of the top five or six teams. Yeah. But they're just playing to get into that final four exactly. instead of just granted a spot in the final four. Right. Because if if you if you expanded to eight, like, and now we're getting off topic a little bit, you would have. Just running down teams, not in any particular. You'd have Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, Cincinnati, um, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, Ohio, Ohio State, State, name a team. And then Baylor. Say. Sure. Just throw them Why Baylor. not? Yeah, and you know who the final Or Ole Miss, whoever. Yeah, you know who the final four will be out of that scenario? Yeah. Georgia, Alabama, Michigan or Ohio State, and then probably Oklahoma State. Yeah. Right, it's, you, you still get back to the you same equation. You still get back to the same right. equation. Right, but at least you, there's no debate about, well, they didn't even have a chance because they didn't have the conversation. Because yeah, exactly. Ohio State could very easily make the argument, we're one of the best four teams in the country. They could. And, and, you, and there's no way and really think, you could debate that. I think in a dome playing against Georgia, I think they could beat Georgia. I but. do, right, but because they didn't t- handle their business. Yeah. We've been saying this for years, even the, the spot game for Michigan. You could have said Michigan was one of the best teams in the country that year. Now, they go out and blow it against Florida State. But that's not the point. The point is, is that you had a legitimate chance to get there. Um, so, all right. so, 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 so for Cincinnati, yeah. that is yeah. going back on top of it. That is yeah, the worst yeah. case scenario for you because I don't think you have the argument to get in right. over those four teams. Now, it does help that Notre Dame is sixth, though, for them because it does give it them does. some credence to being like, oh. Yeah, it gives you a win, yeah. but then you look at everyone else and you go, okay, so Michigan beat the number two team. Alabama beat the number one team. So let, me ask team you, let me ask you this. Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma and Baylor, who mm-hmm. are both top 10 teams mm-hmm. at the time. So it's like, it's tough to argue that. So let me ask you this, though. So if Michigan and um, either Bama or Oklahoma State, who gets in there? Say there's only one spot, right? Does, all right dude, so they all lose? So, yeah. So say, yeah, let's just say that route. Yeah, say they all lose, right? So Cincinnati gets in because they're undefeated, whatever, right? Do you think Michigan still gets in because of the fact that they have a win over Ohio State? I, I think there's a strong chance because I look at it and I go, I don't think Oklahoma State gets in because they don't have a convincing Yeah, because Oklahoma's not Oklahoma this year, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oklahoma was 10 when they beat them. Michigan at least beat Ohio State, who was 2. Yeah. So you have the number 2 win, right? right? Al- Alabama's tough because I go, 
I think have that, a statement. Alabama doesn't have a statement win this Alabama, year. Alabama Michigan is the very compelling argument. Yeah. Because I think Michigan has looked better than Alabama has. Than Alabama yeah, because they've had a harder schedule. Their conference is harder. Their they conf- haven't. They haven't beaten anybody. Their conference is harder. And Ole Miss is probably their biggest win. I would say. Right. Te- for yeah, Alabama. And they lost to Texas A and M, was the yeah. other big game that. And they, they lose to Georgia. If they lose to Georgia. And they don't have a top three win on their thing. Yeah. Um. You can even yeah. So I I look at Michigan actually. That's why when I started yeah when we started this yeah, entire thing I sure. said Georgia has a hundred percent and another team has a ninety five percent. I think Michigan has like a ninety five percent chance because yeah. I think even in a loss when you compare Michigan's resume to mm-hmm. team like Cincinnati, Alabama on a loss, yeah. Baylor. Notre Dame, all these teams, and I go. I think Mich- you like Michigan. And I think they have a better more. resume over Ohio State, even because Ohio State. And, and not only that, Ohio State doesn't have a statement win all year. Yeah. Was there a statement win? Michigan State, yeah. who lost to Purdue exactly. the week before. You're like, oh, I don't so, know that. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like and they lost to Oregon, so that would have been their statement win at the time. But they don't yeah. have that anymore. Yeah. So I go, I go, mm. Michigan. Even in a loss, I think you can compare them. So like in a yeah. loss, say yeah. say say you had Georgia beats Alabama, so you had Georgia one, Oklahoma State would be two, yep. Cincinnati three, whatever, sure. yep. and you're comparing Michigan to Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Baylor. Yeah, right. Does Michigan have a better resume than all those teams? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's an interesting that's an interesting take. Wow. So let's uh, hope that Michigan just takes care of business. And I think in. they could. I think they yeah. should just take care of business. Yeah, right. And win. I agree. No, I agree with you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that when you compare those resumes, I go and the committee's even showing like. We want, we kind of want Michigan in this year. Well, it makes sense, honestly, it, from the brand perspective. It's, and it, there is some politicalness to this, right? And that's why expanding would get rid of a lot of that. Yes. Is because if you are the committee, you have to factor in two things when it comes to teams like Cincinnati, right? It's we have to factor resume versus plausibility versus brand recognition versus quality of games, right? So if you are the committee. You have to if say it's between them and Alabama, and you go there. Is, we don't feel that Cincinnati has any chance to beat Georgia or Michigan or Oklahoma State legitimately. We just don't think they have a great shot at doing it. Mm-hmm. We think Bama still could win the whole damn thing. And who are people going to want to watch? Georgia versus Cincinnati or Georgia versus Alabama? People are going to want to watch Georgia versus Alabama. It's that's, just the reality that's, of it. That's also you know my I mean? point. Yeah. And that's my point where I said – Which if, is unfortunate. If you had a thing where you had um, Georgia, Oklahoma State, Cincinnati, and you were competing for Michigan yeah. and Alabama for the last spot, right. that's why I said I think Michigan goes to four. Yeah. But then I think Alabama goes to three right. is because I think yeah. you want Alabama, Georgia. Yeah. Or at that point, then you don't care. Right. Because exactly. Georgia's probably going to yeah. win and, it all. And think about it, right? The fact that they're already going to have to deal with probably Oklahoma State being in, they're probably not thrilled with. Let's be clear here. Yeah. They're That's not, why they want they want yeah. Oklahoma State versus a big brand team. Exactly. Which is why they don't want to put them against Cincinnati. Right. They want them yeah. against Alabama. Yeah, to get so the at ratings. least you get the rating for that game. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's why Michigan is a brand unto itself. Alabama so is a brand the, unto the itself. Committee, the committee's best case scenario is Alabama beating Georgia. Yeah, because then there's no then, issue. Because you go Alabama's one. Michigan's two or three, Georgia's two, two or three, three and, and Oklahoma State's four, and you go look at those matchups. Which Ooh. one do you not want to see? God, I feel so bad for Cincinnati. And it's you like, go back to Cincinnati. Like, what do you all do? Those, all those games are top tier games that you want to see, and yeah. you have a big brain in each game. What? A, okay, last scenario, and then I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna have you guys tell me your your final four, and then I want you guys to predict. It. We're gonna predict out our national champions. Okay. Get out of here, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle's like <laughs> Kyle's Michigan, like, Michigan, and did I say Michigan? Um, no, no. Okay, so anyway. last scenario. Alabama wins. Okay. Okay. 
Michigan wins. Oklahoma State loses. Cincinnati wins. That's, does Cincinnati? That's where it gets interesting. Does is, Cincinnati get in over Oklahoma State? Because the fun part about that is then it's going to be Bama one, Bama one, George. I would, I'll say Michigan's two because they have the conference championship. Sure, but, Georgia's three. Doesn't matter. They play each other anyway. And then it's, and then I think at that point it's two loss Oklahoma State with no conference championship or undefeated Cincinnati with a conference. championship. I think they take Cincinnati oh. to give them the chance at it. Yeah, and but then they I just hope I, Alabama kills them. Yeah, but I think they don't care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it's like it's like Alabama's gonna kill either one of them. Yeah. So right. well, okay. Like at that point, I go. They probably put Cincinnati in just to like, be like, fine. We put the go. power, the non-power five in there. Right. They lose by thirty and go. That's why we don't put you guys in. Can there. we just talk about the fact for a second that we are talking about Oklahoma State? Cincinnati and Michigan, three teams that have never been in, never even really sniffed it. I, Isn't I, this crazy? This is awesome. I love a, it. There's a chance three out of the four teams yeah. have never made the college football playoffs. Ohio State, Clemson, they gone. Oklahoma, Notre, Oklahoma, Notre Dame. All those teams. Whoops, yeah. See ya. Yeah, it is craziness. All right. Final four. We time. are, yeah, we are, uh, it is that time of the show. We are wrapping it down here. Um, let's start with Kyle so we can't copy off a of mic. <laughs> I already know he, knowing his answers. Give me your final four and their seeds, and then predict out the two games and give me a national champion. I'm gonna have Georgia number one. Okay, I'm just ready to smack you now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just go for it. And yeah, that's number true. two will be Michigan. All right, they win the Big Ten championship. Okay. Number three. Is going to be Oklahoma State. Okay. After winning their championship. Yep. And number four is going to be Alabama. Okay. So they take Alabama. They're going to give Alabama Georgia again in, in Kyle's mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that basically they just went, screw you, Cincinnati. There's a 0% chance you will ever get to the Final Four because, yep. because you're just Cincinnati. Okay. Yep. Give me the, predict those games out. Okay. Michigan. Dominates Oklahoma State. Not even close. Hassan Haskins breaks his own record. Death by paper cuts. I want a shirt that says Hassan Haskins. Dot dot dot. Death by paper cuts. And then, and then Alabama beats Georgia after losing to them. And then uh, Michigan gets massacred by Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) You know now the the funny part about about your thing though is. Alabama at four. Actually, the funny part is, is I would think that if that exact thing happened, they'd put Oklahoma State at four and Alabama at three because they yeah. want that rematch. Yeah, but um, that's just me thinking of what the committee would do. Okay, I, I, we're gonna predict real quick, and then I want to ask you guys how Michigan matches up with each one of these teams, right? Yeah. Like, give me their pat. So once we predict, once we actually say who we think is gonna win the national title, I want to pave out the way for Michigan to win a national championship mm-hmm. because we can actually talk about that for the first time ever in the history of the show. Um, so, Mike. Give me your final four, their seeds, and break it down for I th- me. I think Rob's going to copy off me because I think this is the perfect list. I think it's gonna probably. Be, I think it's going to be You're Georgia, the best. <laughs> Georgia, Georgia one, Michigan two, Oklahoma State three, Cincinnati four. Okay. Because you know, okay. with a two loss Alabama team, I don't think they're going to put in okay. over Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Georgia will LSU to Oklahoma beat them pretty handily. <laughs> That's funny. Keep going. And, oh my god! And then we're gonna we're gonna oh have god, we're gonna so have funny. Michigan, um, Georgia, Oklahoma game for the two three matchup. But Michigan's gonna be Oklahoma State. If okay. you remember that one, which mm-hmm. is like the overtime throwback yep. game. Oh my god! It's gonna be a really fun game. So Kyle's gonna die. Kyle, Kyle I'm gonna die. Game. I'm gonna have a stroke. I, and I we're gonna have, have a stroke. And then we're gonna have Georgia, Michigan, 
And at that point, I think it's going to be a toss-up. I'm going to have Georgia winning okay. by, like, 10. All right. Um, I've got – I'm actually going to do – all right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say – I'm going to say Georgia 1. I'm going to say Michigan 2. I'm going to say – want to You want to copy off my answer. I know I, you do. I, I do, but I'm I, I, I kind of want to – I kind of want to go different. All right, I'm going to shock everybody here because I think this is the best way for Michigan to get to the finals. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to huh? yeah, go Cincinnati 3, and I'm going to say Bama 4 because I think Oklahoma State loses. It's okay. Baylor. Okay. And I say – See, the funny thing is I still think Alabama was 3. That's huh? I know. It's stupid, right? I know. But I'm, just, I'm trying to go with actual rational, not you know just throw it up there because they're Bama. I'm going to say well, I think Georgia this- beats Bama again. I think Michigan beat Cincinnati, and I think Michigan. And this is where I want to talk about this because I think Michigan has a really good chance to beat Georgia. Actually, here's now. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. And here's why. Here's why. Now listen. Listen. I have been the biggest hater of this team the entire year. But listen. No, no, no. Listen. No, no, no. But listen. Out of out of Georgia or Alabama, who would you rather play? Seriously, here's why. What does Michigan do well? And this 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 goes to it. I'd rather play Alabama. Really? See, I wouldn't. Here's why. Georgia's offense is not nearly as explosive as Alabama's is, right? So so and here's my thing. I'm I'm, I'm trying to play into the strengths of Michigan here. Michigan gets after the passer. Their quarterback is not all that spectacular for Georgia. They don't do anything they don't blow. They blow people out because they're just they shut people down and they'll, they'll eat them away, right? I don't think they're going to be able to blow past Michigan defensively versus their offense. I don't think Michigan's going to be able to score a ton, but I think they'll be able to keep it closer because of the lack of explosiveness from Georgia's offense. Do you want me to dismantle them, or do you want to? Go for it. I'm just tell, my, <laughs> no, 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 it's not dismantle. My my thing is about. I'm it just is, looking at what Michigan does well. I watched the like watching the Auburn Alabama yeah. game. I watched Auburn, not a very good defense, yeah. blitz four and yeah. get to Bryce Young all day long. Right. And I'm like, eight hundred and David Ojabo will get to Bryce Young a lot. Yeah. And I don't think it, I don't think Alabama's defense is nearly as good as Georgia's. Right. So I think Michigan will be able to run whatever offense they want against Alabama, which yeah, makes maybe. which makes that where I think yeah. Georgia's defense will just stifle anything Michigan wants to do offensively for the most part. Yeah. And so then it's going to be a 10 to 3 kind of game and yeah. that's not a game that I want to be a part of where I'd rather have a game where at least Michigan can move the ball yeah. relatively well. I'm just trying to cuz like I just I just don't have any like that's my problem I think I have with this Georgia Alabama matchup is like I just feel like when it comes down, Bama always makes the big play when they need it. Always, right? And I just feel like Georgia's offense doesn't have as much ability to do that, right? Like, what's their quarterback's numbers right now? Can you look that up for me real fast? Bryce, what? Bryce no, no, Georgia's quarterback. What's his name? I don't even know his name. Um, but I don't know. For me, I just feel like I, I just I'm, I'm leaning so hard into what Michigan does well. You know, I just—I don't know. For me, I just—I—I I, I just look at Georgia's defense is so good; they smother people. But I just don't—I just—I don't know. I—I I think it's gonna be hard for Michigan to beat Georgia or Alabama. I am just so concerned about the big play ability, and it's the one thing that they did really well against Ohio State. So maybe I should be saying I'd rather them play Bama. I don't know. Um, looking at 
Okay, so yeah. real quick, just uh, uh, before Stetson, we give yeah. Stetson Barrett is 119 for 183, 1900 yards, 21 touchdowns, and five picks. Okay, that's not that bad. Uh, now I will say Bryce Young has 3900 yards, 40 touchdowns, and four picks. But Alabama also is just a more explosive offense. Right, right. Okay, so give me this then, Mike. So you know, but like the running back also. No, has no, no, I agree. Yeah, a thousand yards and fourteen touchdowns. Right. So. Give me Michigan's path to winning a national championship from the final four. So we're going to assume. I can't believe I'm assuming they're going to win a game here. They're going to win against Iowa, so they're in. Give me a path. Give me your like. What's the best case scenario for them to get there? What is the path that you think if this happens, they have a great chance to win a national title? They play Cincinnati. <laughs> well, yes. I don't, I don't even know if that's their best path. Yeah. I think I think Oklahoma State's a better path. Really? Yeah. Even with the way their defense is playing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like I like their matchup against Oklahoma State. I think. Um, they so in the in the so in the final four, they play Oklahoma State in the first round. Okay, they get through them. Yeah, well, because they'll never play Cincinnati. There's no, they won't. There's no, yeah, there's no way they won't. Because so Cincinnati is only going to be the four unless everybody loses. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't put that into the sphere that they'll play Cincinnati. So their <laughs> actual best shot is playing Oklahoma State. Okay. Um, I guess Cincinnati would be their best case scenario, but it's not. Um, I agree. With you. I don't happen. think it's going to happen. There's almost no way. Um, but yeah, playing Oklahoma State, just doing literally what they did against Ohio State against yeah. Oklahoma State would work yeah. relatively well. For sure. And then. And then getting the matchup, I guess we can debate whether it's Georgia or Alabama. Well, I'm asking you specifically. Like, I, I don't I, know. I like, I like the matchup against Alabama because I watch Auburn with yeah. a okay defense mm-hmm. rush for and get to Bryce Young all day long. Okay. And I don't think – and I think Georgia has a really good offensive line, an amazing defense, and I just yeah. think that Michigan won't be able to move the ball as yeah. well. Talk and they about can't it. move the ball well. Yeah. We just watch them and they go – that means the defense has to play perfect. Yeah. And having a defense play – or their defense play perfect yeah. isn't very good because their secondary is not very good. Talk so. about talk about a sexy matchup. That would be, though, Alabama versus Michigan, Harbaugh versus Saban. It would be so good. Yeah. Oh, God. That would be ratings that, That's why I think I think the storylines going in would be yeah. the best case. It would be like if you had Cincinnati versus Georgia, the, yeah. the big Just underdog, yeah. two undefeated teams, you know, mm-hmm. trying to fight, but Georgia's going to win. Yeah. And then you had Michigan, Oklahoma State, who are basically identical mm-hmm. in what they do. Interesting. And then you have Michigan. Okay, Georgia. Kyle, give me your roadmap on how Michigan gets to become national champion. Because here's the thing. If Michigan wins a national championship – what, what are you going to do? You have to say mean? something right now. You're like, I'm going to – and it has to be something crazy. Like you have to like jump off a roof or something. I might cry. I don't know. Well, I don't care. I, 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 was, I was in tears yesterday. Like not, I wasn't crying, but I, I was, was like tearing so up. hyped. I was like – I was freaking out a little bit. I was doing the, like the LeBron pump dance. Like I was doing – like it was – like finally, I mean, when it was over, like I was with Michael, and, and I what just, it was too it was a huge relief. It's like, oh, oh yeah. thank God, we I just know. did it. It anyway, didn't feel, it didn't feel real. It didn't feel like it was. I watched happening. the post game press conference. I went to the Red Wings game yesterday, so after I got home, I watched the post game pressers, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Tell me how you didn't execute Ryan Day. Yeah. yeah. Tell me how. Tell me what Michigan did better than you. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, give me the roadmap for how. Michigan becomes national champions so that we can stop talking about how they haven't won one since 97. Well, I guess I guess the most Before likely matchup would be against Oklahoma State. And not that I know anything about Oklahoma State. I don't. Yeah. I think they have a good defense. That's what I've heard. But <laughs> Today? I – Like five minutes ago. But, other, I mean, I'm so confident Michigan has shown me that they can win. That's another thing. Michigan have actually won big games, not at home. That's happened – this season, which has surprised me. That's never happened. Yeah. And so if they can Ain't beat wrong. Oklahoma State, then, I mean, 
whether you're playing Georgia or Alabama, it's going to be a, a really tough game regardless. Yeah. You have to play almost as perfect as you did against Ohio State, which is kind of hard to ask to do twice yeah. in the same season. But, you know, anything's possible. Michigan wins a natty, then I'll do some unspeakable things. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Uh, Keep in mind, it's a kid-friendly show, so yeah, nothing gross. No, nothing gross. No, nothing gross. I will uh, – I'll fly down to Florida and party for <laughs> party hardy. <laughs> if, if Michigan if Michigan wins the national championship, we're gonna make you sit through Survivor Series. And we have to sit <laughs> yeah, but not this one though. A worse one, one that's like worse. There's been worse ones. I'm gonna make them sit what's, through. What's the worst pay per view you can think of off the top of your head right now? Ooh, like the one like, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like where the most boring, no, no like titles. nothing happens yeah. ever. Or I'm going to make you sit through that. early Survivor Series where it's all 10-man tags. That's the whole show. It's just 10-man tags. And we're going to make sure that you're awake during the whole thing. Yeah. Hey, I'll be happy with that. Mike, <laughs> yeah. You know what he's going to do? He's going to come to the house, and he's just going to be like, guys, I bought a replica national championship trophy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, like I would too. I would absolutely. We're going to make you sit through a whole game rewatch of the Pittsburgh Steelers Detroit Lions game. Oh God, Jesus! I gotta, that's that's rough. And that you have to like a... watch every single play. Yeah, I want, no I, want, I want hard analysis on it too. Tell hard me analysis. How, like tell you me need how like a good... three-page paper on why Dan Cable is the best coach Lions have ever had. Oh God, bless it. Anyway, Anyways. okay. So last thing, real quick. So who do you actually have winning the national title? You have Georgia winning the national title. Uh, yes. Okay. Who do you have winning the national title? Bama. Bama. Yeah. I still somehow think it happens. I still think Bama winds up getting somehow. They always do. It's unfortunate. I liked honestly though, if Michigan doesn't get it done for whatever reason, and there's a lot of reasons why they won't, um, I would like to see Georgia get it. I think that'd be a good yeah. like I mean, obviously I love Cincinnati too, because that'd just be hilarious. But that's not gonna happen. Would, would it just kill you inside if Cincinnati upset Georgia and you had Cincinnati and Michigan and Cincinnati beat Michigan? Oh yeah, that would suck hard. <laughs> that would suck so hard. Cause then you go, what the hell? Well, Although it'd have... be hilarious because it'd be like Michigan State fans would be like, man, we could have had that as our coach. <laughs> Um, yeah um no I, I mean here's the thing at the end of the day well, the fact that we get to talk about michigan playing in january when it matters most that's that's huge right and so we need michigan to take care of business against iowa which we all assume that they will prayers up to whatever god you pray to um hopefully they take care of business they get the big 10 title underneath their belt um and they're playing for a national championship. That's that's really the goal for it at the end of the day. So hopefully we see that happen. It comes to fruition. If it doesn't, I'm I'm really looking forward to next weekend. Championship Sunday or Saturday is also just fantastic on it's some my levels. Third favorite football weekend. What's your second? Second? Yeah. The second Super Bowl and then the first the conference championships. <laughs> no, no. So my favorite weekend of football is uh the second week of college football, the first week of the NFL season. Because it's like oh, really? football's like back, so oh, you're, like, you're okay. excited. I thought like, you were talking about like ones like with stakes at it. Because like I know, no, 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 like no. I love the AFC NFC conference weekend because like you get two really good games between your four. I actually, teams. I actually love divisional rounds. I do too. Those are good. Yeah, because it's always a little bit of. A but like, but like one. my actually like favorite, like I love to sit down because it's like the first weekend. The NFL. Super Bowl is always a little bit. Super Bowl sucks because it's yeah. like the last game. Yeah, it's also kind of like it's like a means to an end where you go. Okay, because yeah. our teams are never in it. So yeah, it so like, like 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 the Bucks won last year, and I was like, that was cool. and I was like. Not right. what am I gonna do for nine months? Watch basketball every day, and you go. Oh wait, yeah, LeBron, oh, wait, James, LeBron James is playing. Yeah, Luka Doncic is here. I love that. Okay, it's ridiculous. Somehow, 
on another episode strictly deserved by football, we still get a LeBron James reference on here. Hey, how does that happen? People ask oh, how these like mainstream shows only talk about LeBron, and I go, we literally talk about easy. LeBron. It's, it's very, very easy. easy. It's very easy. It's if, very you, if, if you really want to try to, it's very easy to. Yeah. Um, but no, th- this is great, guys. You know, if, if you wanted the breakdown, you got it. Of all the possible scenarios, the Final Four predictions, it's got it's all there. Obviously, next week we're going to be talking. We will talk Survivor Series. I haven't forgot about it. We will review that show. Give my mic to go rewatch it. Um, We will. (laughs) Um, We are going to talk the Big Ten Championship game. Um, We will hit on the Spartans next week, too, because hopefully by then we'll actually know what bowl game they'll be in, hopefully. No idea. No? We do have to. Actually, this is not for anyone listening, but we have to to do the show a little later because they announced the final four at 12. Okay. So we yeah, got to make sure fine. we're like on air at like 12:15 to make sure that yeah. we get like the live update of it. Absolutely. Yeah, so. for sure we will absolutely so that, give you that's guys. that's like that's like nothing to anybody else. That's yeah. just yeah. like a Yeah, for us. Yeah, but we will let you guys know. Yeah, it'll still be released same day Monday morning 7 a.m. like it always but is. But we'll just but... get like a live reaction of everything when it goes. Correct. Back. Absolutely. But that's going to be it for this week's show, guys. Uh big shout out to Michigan Jim Harbaugh, big win. Uh proud of you Kyle for being here for the first time in 6 months. You lazy sack of crap. Um, but he's here. Michigan wins over Ohio State, 42-27. They're going to the Big Ten title game, and that's all there is to say about that. Hopefully we'll be talking next week about a Big Ten championship win, and that means a Final Four appearance for our Michigan Wolverines. That's going to be it for this week's show, though, guys. On behalf of the now-here Whaleman and the Merck Zone, he's the mouth, I'm the mouth of Michigan. Not he is. I am the mouth of Michigan, Robin Decker. We will see you guys, as always, next time.